Hi everyone, my name's Megan and I'm the co-founder of Leone. Welcome to our podcast, The Skin Interview. If you're unfamiliar with Leone, we are the virtual skincare consultancy service or your holistic skincare support system, changing the way you shop for skincare for good. Cutting through the beauty BS, we help decode each of your unique skin needs and help you to build a bespoke routine that actually works. We like to think of it as skincare led by understanding, not hype. The Skin Interview is a podcast for the skin curious. Each week, we interview skin experts, brand founders, and the beauty industry's best on the skin subjects that really matter, bringing you up to speed on trending topics and confusing skin concepts, as well as taking a deep dive into brands we truly rate. It's simple. Get to know your skin better, and you'll be able to make better choices for it. And as you probably know by now, but just a little reminder never hurts, we are not tied to any brands or retailers, and we're not paid to promote. So you can be sure that our opinions and recommendations are totally unbiased. Plus, it means that we're not afraid to ask the hard questions. In this episode, I am joined by the Allies of Skin founder, Nicholas Travis, and we are going to explore potent antioxidants and intelligent skin nutrients and what that actually means. We also unbox a few Allies of Skin products, which are incredible, the Retinol and Peptides Overnight Mask, the Vitamin C Brighten and Firm Serum, and the Promise Keeper Blemish Sleeping Facial. So I hope that you guys enjoy, and thanks for being here. So Nicholas, thank you so much for being here. This is really, really exciting to have you on the podcast. Hi, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor. So I want to first go into you and your background and kind of get a summary of your journey because it's been such an interesting one. It's one that I had read about in magazines and newspapers and kind of beauty industry kind of insider um, articles over the years. So I want to hear about your journey and why you created the brand and how you got to where you are. Well, my passion for skincare started when I was a teenager. I had really severe acne and I was a teenager with not a lot of money and a lot of hopes. And so I found the process of shopping for products then really daunting and intimidating. And what I quickly realized was that there were a lot of false or empty promises um, in this industry. And so when it came, it just, it was really one of those coincidences in life that, you know, I was really interested in science and I had a really great appreciation for how the skin works as an organ. So my background's in biomedical and pharmaceutical science. And then I went to do my master's and I actually wrote for my master's thesis a business plan for a startup skincare line. And that was actually due, it was actually based off an infusion of a million dollars. And I always thought that I would have to go pay my dues. So after graduation, I applied to every single beauty company in every country that I wanted to work with. You know, the L'Oreal's, the Estes, you name it, I applied. None of them got back to me, so I needed to get a job. <laughs> I, I did. Um, PR and social media at the biggest um, advertising agency. And so I did that for about nine months and I was doing really, really well. But it was one of those moments when I was doing so much and I it wasn't giving me joy. And I had this deep gut feeling that I couldn't shake off that was telling me I needed to go and revisit the business plan. And as I mentioned, I it was based off a million dollars. 
and obviously I realized I was not going to make a million dollars working at an ad agency. <laughs> so I went back to look at the plan and I realized that I could actually do it with just one product. I had enough savings for just one product. And that's how I started. Um, I decided to create a product that nobody had. and It took about two and a half years of research and development. Wow. And I launched, you know, I was great. I was very fortunate that, you know, my siblings gave me a loan, which is how I had three products. So I launched Allies of Skin in 2016 with what was a product then that was called the All Day Mask our mist and our overnight mask. So we still have our mist, we still have our overnight mask, and they're, you know, still today one of our global bestsellers. Uh, but the day mask has been reformulated and it's now the peptides and antioxidants firming daily treatment. So we've really leveled up, we've really grown. And we started in 2016 out of Singapore. And I, it was a really incredible time to be in beauty because that was that place, that was that time and that place where, you know, Instagram was still nascent. People didn't know what an algorithm was. So it was just really organic, right? Like you could grow, you could post and people, you, you would get hundreds and hundreds of likes. Like everybody would see your post. Those were the good old days. And that's really kind oh, of they how- were the good old days. Yeah, that was, that was really kind of how we grew because Instagram then wasn't about, you know, how much you pay to boost a post and we grew that way we had i had zero connections in the industry to be honest with you this is my first beauty startup i really had no idea what i was doing but i knew that i could make a difference simply because i approached this the same way that i would want to be treated as a consumer and that's kind of where we are and fast forward four years Later, we currently have two brands, Allies of Skin and PSA. We're in 39 countries, and we have a, we have four teams in four different countries, um, soon to be in China, where we're setting up an office in Shanghai later this year. And yeah, we're in, we're in all the best beauty retailers. You are. And Nicholas, this is just the most incredible story. There is some parallels because Ksenia and I wrote our dissertation on our business plan. And so we actually, we did our master's in luxury brand management and we wanted to go in to the beauty industry and work for a big company, the LVMH, Estee Lauder L'Oreal, which by the way, I applied to all of those jobs and it was like no response, you know, that kind of thing. But I think what really for us, it was that we had an issue with the way that people shop for skincare. We felt like nobody was really honest about what was in the product, what the actives were in the product, um, how the products were made, the quality of the ingredients, all of these questions. And everything said, you know, this is for all skin types, just, you know, use it. But all of our skin is so different. So how could it possibly be, you know, a one size fits all thing? So our frustration was very similar. And we really couldn't in good conscience, I think, go and work for these big you know, kind of companies when there was such an issue with the way that they were kind of marketing and selling to people. So we definitely share that frustration. It's so interesting. It started with a business plan and we had no idea what we were doing either. We sat down on the first day and we were like, so what's the first thing we do? Should we create an email? Like how do we, how do you start a beauty business? And this is our first beauty startup too. So I think, I mean, the fact that you've grown so quickly and you know, you're in all of these different countries, you're a household name, you know, allies of skin, everyone knows it. So 
it's an incredible journey and I want to delve a little bit deeper into it. And so I guess your philosophy with uh, the principles of your brand are joy, effortlessness, and love. And so that is different than a lot of brands pillars. You know, they're, it just, even the words that you're using, I think are really unique. And so can you just delve into a little bit more about the frustration and how you came up with these key pillars of your brand and these principles that you guys kind of live by? Yes, I'm really glad you brought up um, the fact that our industry, it, there's a lot of opportunities in this industry, but there's a lot of things that I think um, have been done the wrong way for a really, really long time. And I, I also think that, for example, there there have been, you know, traditionally a lot of fear-based marketing, right? It's kind of like we point out the flaws of someone. We're saying, oh, you've got dark spots or you're not luminous enough or you have all these breakouts but here buy this $200 cream so you can feel better and and there's always this need to kind of push more products which I completely am against so with Allies of Skin or with NPSA for both our brands what we really aspire to do is we aspire to help you accomplish more with less so this means we create extremely concentrated, efficacious formulas. And we very much believe in education because you also brought up kind of like the ingredients. How do you know what you're actually paying for? So if you take a look at our packaging, we have a very pro-transparency ethos. We list down number of antioxidants, brighteners. We list down the percentage of acids, the percentage of, you know, retinal dehyde. So you know exactly what you're buying and you know exactly what you can or cannot use because here's the thing, right? That's skincare and self-care is so personal. Just because something works for someone or a brand you follow on Instagram doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And I think it's, you know, up to brands like us and up to, you know, platforms like the ones you have um, to educate and for us to really talk about why ingredients work and why percentages are super important. And that was always kind of like the, the the driving force for us. But also because of my experience with um, severe acne, we also wanted to create products that truly delivered results because I know what it feels like to not have a lot of money and then buy something and you have so much hope and then have it not work for whatever reason. And so for us, we're driven by an ethos we call supercharged clinical. This means we take clinically proven actives such as retinol, vitamin C, peptides, antioxidants, and we put them in our own um, supercharged concentrations. We have a problem-solving ethos that drives us as well. So like, for example, we take a look at the market and we look at vitamin C, like a vitamin C serum, right? Incredible ingredient. There's nothing wrong. There's it's, there's nothing you can go wrong with vitamin C. But the, the truth of the matter is, if you look at the vitamin C serums on the market, you have a lot of them that are formulated with water. You have a lot of them that may irritate the skin. Um, because vitamin C is required to be formulated at a very, very low pH, the same pH you will get as a chemical peel. And because it's formulated with water, there are many times when you buy a vitamin C and it turns brown. And pure vitamin C, it's white. So for us, when it came time to formulating our vitamin C serum, we took a look at the market and we just thought, why not create a really potent vitamin C formula that has a great ton of really supporting antioxidants 
and make it waterless so that people don't use brown vitamin C on their faces. And here's the thing, when a vitamin C serum is brown, it goes through a process called oxidization. It's the same theory as if you take a fresh apple, you slice it open, you leave it open, and you leave it out. It turns brown because it's, it's oxidized. Would you eat a brown apple? No, probably not. So why would you use a brown vitamin C serum for months? So that's the kind of thing. And we have currently two vitamin C formulas right now. We have a 35% waterless one and we have a 20% waterless one. And it's taken us, 35% took us 52 revision and three years to kind of perfect it. Oh my gosh. That's really been one of those, that's been really one of those crazy rides where, you know, where we started with really great intentions and then we kept trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. And we are so fortunate that we work with incredible chemists and people who really believe in our vision because it was a challenge for all of us, right? And But we did it. We did it. And we're really proud of it. And that's kind of what drives the mission behind Allies of Skin. We're here to really deliver results, but we're also here to show how effective products can be. And what we really want to do is, you know, be really thoughtful and really purposeful with what we create because, as you may know, the beauty industry is saturated enough already. There's so much noise. We do not just want to create another water-based vitamin C serum because what would be the point? And also the one thing about um, vitamin C, because it's one of our best, you know, one of our most requested for, you know, kind of topics and it's our most one of our best sellers globally is the fact that a lot of times people come to us and say, hey, you know what, I'm really... Um, sensitive. I can't really use vitamin C serum because I will break out or I will sting. It will sting my face. And the thing is, when you formulate vitamin C with water, you actually have a pH value. And as I mentioned, a lot of times vitamin C serums, you are required to formulate at a very low pH. But because we do not have water in our vi- vitamin C serums, it's waterless. So it's neutral. So you can use it. Anyone can use it. Anyone can now harness the incredible benefits of vitamin C. Yeah, I think that that's really when it comes to different products, there are a lot of a lot of brands that their, you know, their lines just expand really quickly. They churn stuff out because it's a trend that season, you know, literally it's almost like this kind of fast fashion. Like they just come out with, for example, a PHA. Everyone's doing it. So let's let's do it. And I really like how your formulations are very well thought out. It's not just based on, you know, a trend. The ingredients are there for a reason and they're different because we we have gotten to a point because what we do is recommend we're unbiased, so we're not tied to brands. And we recommend many different types of products that fit with people's lifestyle, their skin needs, their skin moods. Um, and we do find ourselves, there's, you know, a category of antioxidant serums and many of them, the formulations are so similar. There's not much differentiating them. And we, I guess, adjust based on the vibe of the person, the brand that they go with. Do you know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. more yeah. about formulation to a point because they're they're very similar. Like you said, it's the water-based and um, you look at the ingredients list and if you kind of can't tell the difference for some of them. So um, I really like hearing about how this is actually different. It's innovative. And we like that too, because from a sustainability point of view, if people are going to continue to create products and brands, we need it to be something that's new. We need it to be something that's innovative because otherwise it's just pretty wasteful. You know, we're just churning out new brands because they have pretty packaging. You know, what's the point? Yeah, so exactly. So I think 
that that is also a big question that we ask ourselves a lot like what is the point here if we were and and here's the thing i think when you start expanding or when we started expanding into retailers you are especially when you work with you know retailers like sephora you have there's a lot of pressure on brands to kind of create newness there's also a lot of pressure on brands to just kind of just create enough products so that you can enter the retail space because as a, as a beauty brand that's the next milestone right so as i mentioned when we started the brand we were three we were three skews and it was really difficult it was really difficult even though beauty buyers love our products it was very difficult to get into the stores because they couldn't give us a shelf right and we would just be left in this tiny corner and it was like out of sight out of mind so it was really difficult so we had to very quickly kind of be really aggressive with our launches and because we've done because we were doing this for the first time we had we fallen off faces so many times we had so many packaging failures we had a lot of reformulations because we're in the business of delivering the best value to our customers and we call them allies and so what we try to do is keep being on top of our game so it is a nightmare for my team but we're always making it better and you know as you start entering all these different countries and you know every country requires certain registration protocol or when you start going to these retailers it's very hard to pull your products out and then introduce new packaging because you know we moved last year I was really proud of what we were able to do because it was a year and a half in the making we moved away from single use plastics for all our serums and our mist formulations and that has allowed us i did a quick calculation that has allowed us to save kind of like 60,000 kilograms of plastic um so we're now in glass wow. we're now in glass and this also allows us to look into you know more sustainable options such as refill packs in the future as we scale so this is part of the the, the future in, in my opinion but it was really really truly painful um, pulling out of the retailers and then explain to them why it's out of stock and then explain to customers say hey guys just be patient with us while we get our shit together <laughs> exactly but I think when things are changing so quickly that's so difficult and like you said you're all of these different places now so I can imagine that was logistically a nightmare <laughs> to kind of shift it but it's an incredible you know sacrifice from you guys that you had to make in order to make something better so i really appreciate that. And the things that go on behind the scenes, people just don't know about. And so I think hearing about it now is, is really great. And, you know, it brings like awareness to what actually goes in behind these, these products and the packaging and the pump and making it, you know, airtight so that it doesn't oxidize or, you know, all of it, there's just so much. Um, and the more you learn, the more I think, you know, it's like under every stone, there's something else. So I want to go into the topic more about, you know, these kind of supercharged ingredients. And specifically, I want to talk about antioxidants. So basically antioxidants, there's something that we hear about a lot now. They have been used in skincare for a long time, but I think that once people really understood, it's almost like the superfood in skincare. I think pe once people understood how important they are and what they're doing, brands started to really highlight them, which I think is good because uh, they do do a lot and we need to know what they're doing. So antioxidants actually neutralize reactive oxygen species. So they prevent oxidative stress and damage to the skin and basically damage to those cells and tissues within the skin. So what it, I guess in simpler terms, what these, what this can do is it can cause premature skin aging. It can cause skin cancer as well. So it's, it's serious business here. 
Um, it can cause inflammation. It can cause pigmentation, a compromised skin barrier, which then leads to a whole host of other issues like breakouts um, and inflammatory conditions like rosacea. So what antioxidants can really help to do is they help the skin to repair itself. And they can do this because by nature, they can actually donate an electron without becoming rogue themselves. So I kind of like to talk about free radicals in this Love Island. Are you familiar with Love Island? Yes. <laughs> I, watched it. I watched it a few times. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of people are familiar with this kind of dating show, but right. you think of all of these different couples, everyone's happy on this island, you know, this is kind of your skin. And then a single person comes into the island and they mess up all these couples. And so they steal an electron, maybe it's a girl or guy from a couple. And what happens is it, it sets off this chain reaction of all these different couples. You know, the whole island is now kind of up in arms and everything's off balance. And so that's what a free radical does. And so an antioxidant might come in and then even out the kind of numbers and the couples are all balanced. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. but Yeah, I love that analogy. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think, you know, antioxidants are kind of like the marriage counselor or the relationship counselor that just kind of like smooth the edges and just keep the couples that are men to be together together. Yes. And so um, I think that this just explains, you know, kind of what free radicals are and then also what antioxidants do. And so the reason that we believe that they're real allies, so to use that kind of word, which it makes so much sense, and it, it, it really, I think, is a, a perfect word for this particular category of ingredients, is that in order for the skin to function to its full potential, we need it to be protected. We need it to have a strong barrier. And they help to reduce inflammation. They help to stimulate collagen production. And so they really wear many different hats. Uh, there are a few that I just want to highlight that we've kind of already talked about. But um, the first one would be vitamin C that we've talked a lot about. So a little bit more about this ingredient. So vitamin C is water soluble. And that helps to kind of neutralize free radicals emitted by environmental stressors, like we said. So you can think of an environmental stressors as smoke, pollution, UV light. But then also we have kind of internal aggressors like stress, hormones, and things like that. But it's not only protective, it also is regenerative. And so it helps to, um, you know, restore the skin. It uh, can improve signs of aging. It can assist in the fibroblasts and making collagen, which is a little bit technical, but it can kind of stimulate this collagen production. And we we believe that topically it, it affects the skin much better. So if you're going to take vitamin C, if you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to take a vitamin C supplement, it really doesn't do the same thing. A lot of times with vitamin C supplements, we actually just pee them out. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's water soluble. So your body isn't able to hold on to it. And you get enough, I, I think if you eat a well-balanced diet, you actually have enough vitamin C already. So you actually don't need to take a vitamin C supplement unless, of course, you're trying to, you know, build your immunity a few times a year. But yeah, exactly. But for the skin, it needs to be, it needs to be you know, applied topically in, I think that some people that maybe are skeptical of skincare, they think, you know, why am I needing to do this if I get it through my diet? And it's because it really is absorbed through the skin and it helps to stimulate that collagen production. And it actually works in harmony with things like your SPF to increase the, you know, protection against the sun and UV light. So I think that that's, this is a really great antioxidant um, to highlight. And it helps boost the effects of your SPF as well which is why it's something exactly. that we definitely recommend for use in the morning. Exactly. In the morning, it's really, really great for that. And I think that vitamin C, people 
I think are skeptical of using it during the day because it is kind of an active, but like you said, it helps other ingredients in your skincare routine, like your SPF to work better. And so that antioxidant step in the morning, we really think is critical and that everyone should have some form of antioxidant in their morning routine, because morning is all about being on the defense and it's about, you know, um, that protection. That's what your morning routine is about at nighttime. We can stimulate it. We can treat it. We can do some more fun things, but morning it's like, this is our task to protect our skin from the day. So yeah, we love vitamin C. Um, another ingredient that we want to talk about because we're going to talk about it later with one of with one of your products is vitamin A. So vitamin A is known. So retinoids fall into this category. They're derivatives of vitamin A. And so retinol is something that, I mean, it's a golden ingredient in skincare. It stimulates skin cell turnover, helps with skin rejuvenation. It, it's not an exfoliant. So many people get confused that retinol is an exfoliant. It's not. It is helping with skin cell turnover. So that can be, I think, a little bit confusing for people, but it's actually increasing that collagen synthesis, improving skin cell renewal, improving skin texture, reducing fine lines as a result of this. That is why it's reducing fine lines and wrinkles. Uh, it can fight acne and it can actually reduce the appearance of pores. Can't change the size, but it can reduce the appearance. Yeah. And dark spots. It really, it helps to brighten the skin as well. So it's one of those do it all ingredients that if, you know, when it comes to skincare, right, we're in the business, unfortunately, of selling people products. But here's the thing. I think when it comes to self-care and skincare, you should just buy what you need and buy what you can afford. And if you can only afford a few products, get a cleanser that's non-stripping, um, get a retinol, get an SPF, and get a antioxidant. That's what I would, if there's only four things you can buy, that that's what I would buy. That's I would spend my money on that and that's it. Because anything else, it's kind of, you know, a bonus. That's true. And I think that, you know, when it comes to retinol, there are a few, you know, people are, are scared of it. And I want to talk about your retinol when we get into it. But I think that, I struggle with retinol because I have rosacea prone skin. And I think that a lot of formulations, they just irritate my skin. Um, but you can find kind of blends that have retinol in it, you know, maybe just not as concentrated um, that, that will work for your skin. And so I think that there are options now out there that retinol um, can be safe for all skin types. It's just finding the right product, right? Yes. Um, and I just think it also depends on the formulation because formula is always king so it's not so much the ingredient itself it's just what you know what kind of form it comes in like for example with psa we have an incredible product called midnight courage and it's in a base of organic rosehip oil with two percent retinoid with bakuchiol and because it's in an oil base it gives you all of the nourishment and you get all of the benefits of the retinoid without any of the traditional peeling or the dehydration or the redness. So, you know, bakuchiol and all of the fatty rich acid, plum-based non-fragrance oils will help to add as a buffer. So that's something that, you know, has done incredibly well for us. And that's also at like, 36 pounds or $38. So that's something that I think if you, you shouldn't be afraid of an ingredient, you should really just try to find the kind of specific form that will work best for you. Because sometimes it's an overnight mask, sometimes it's an oil, sometimes it's a serum. There's something for everyone. 
There, there really is. And I think a lot of people actually are using retinol and they don't realize it. So sometimes it's hidden in these ingredients lists and maybe they're just not highlighting that as um, one of the actives in it. And so I think it, it is important also to kind of look at your ingredients list and know, okay, am I overlapping? Am I overdoing it with stimulation? That kind of thing, which is what we help people to do um, and to ease into this ingredient. So I think that people, they go really, they go in hard on retinol and they're like, oh yeah, this is every night. I need to go in. And what we really recommend is easing into things. So start very slowly. It may be a situation where you just can't use something. You can't use retinol every day. You may be an every other day person maximum. And that's that's all that your skin can tolerate. So I think that easing into ingredients and not being like, okay, I'm going to buy a whole new routine and just go in with it on day one is really important as well. Yeah. And I think that your skincare routine is kind of like going to the gym, right? Working out. I mean, if you are working out for the very first time, you're not going to be able to do a thousand push-ups and then 500 burpees. So <laughs> the same thing with retinol, any actives, just start slow and give yourself the time. And with skincare, here's the thing. There's only so much realistically skincare can do, right? Because our skin is a barrier. It's meant to keep out a lot of, you know, most most of whatever we put on it. However, that said, if you are diligent and if you follow simple rules like listening to your skin, wearing SPF every day, cleansing your skin properly, you will have results if you stick with it. And I think I think a lot of times people start off with the best intentions and then they go really, really hard and then they're like, oh. I have sensitive skin. I was like, no, actually, maybe you just need to use less. And maybe you don't need to exfoliate twice a day. And maybe you don't need to be using a retinol with an acid and a PHA. Exactly. So I think that I think it really is about finding balance and and being able to understand what these ingredients do. And they're, they're not mess like it's not messing around. Like I think that these are active ingredients that are going to stimulate your skin. And so you need to know what you're pairing it with. And like like you said, you know, if you're going to just buy four products, make sure that you know they're they're really targeted. And so we talk a lot about streamlining skincare with what we do. Um, but also it is you know it's okay to keep it simple and it's okay to not have a million different different actives. And I, I think that 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 is really important to kind of just highlight because we're, we're going to talk about a lot of different kind of ingredients and um, exciting actives, but you don't have to incorporate this like all at once, all at the same time. Yeah. It, sometimes it's, tra- it's, 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 it's a trial and error thing. And I think when we see, when we look at what's happening on Instagram, we, you know, we, we get tagged on a lot of photos um, every day and we look, and sometimes you look at the routines that people have and they have like, I don't know, eight serums and we're like, oh, okay, right? Or we've, we've got some, you know, customers that are like use a chemical peel and then they use a BHA toner and then you use an acid serum and then you use a retinol and then they come back and they're like, yeah, my skin is really sensitive and it, like your products are too potent for me. And I'm like, well, your barrier is screaming for help. So it isn't so much the, the formulations. It's, you know, what you combine a retinol acids with. Um, so, yeah, I, I think um, finding out what works for your skin takes time, but we can get there. We can get there for sure. For sure. And, and so moving to um, another, you know, kind of antioxidant that people don't talk about as much, it's a newer ingredient is niacinamide. So niacinamide is a member of the vitamin B complex family. So it's one of the kind of newest vitamins that is that's really kind of 
had its moment in the spotlight in the beauty space. And it really, this is a really amazing ingredient for kind of restoring the skin. It's great for aging of the skin and it complements other ingredients quite well. So I think that that's, what's um, great about this antioxidant is it, it kind of um, helps people to shine brighter, you know? Yes. And it it works very well. um, For example, with retinoids, because it helps restore or rebuild the skin barrier. So it actually, if you are new to retinoids and you want to get started on your journey, you it will really help to use a niacinamide serum or a product containing enough niacinamide one or two weeks before. So your your skin barrier is a little bit stronger than starting the retinoid because you'll you'll see a difference. Exactly. And so I think that like when we when we talk about like retinol um, as an ingredient versus this, I think that they, they are really doing different things. They're targeting kind of different concerns. This is really great for, you know, also evening out skin tone, but it's, it's good for people that we find, especially combination skin that has this kind of congestion in some areas, but then in other areas, there may be a little bit inflamed, dry or sensitive. Um, and so I think that with niacinamide, it's a good barrier builder for people who maybe have gone too too hard on the actives or maybe they went in too quickly with their retinol to kind of come back to and help to rebuild the barrier. Because the most important thing first is to make sure that your skin barrier is strong and in a good place. And then we can kind of um, start to, you know, treat other secondary concerns. But we don't want to we don't want to have a strong barrier and then go in and just strip it again, right? We want to keep the barrier strong. So I think that some people are like, oh, well, once my barrier is strong, then I can go and try all these other things again. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is that build the barrier and then we can work on secondary things like retinol, reducing fine lines and wrinkles, reducing those dark spots, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, and and here's the here's the thing, right? I think I always say just treat your skin as if it's silk. Um, just really, just be really gentle and delicate with it. Like it's the only barrier we have. So treat it with love. Exactly. Um, and so I want to go also treating it with love is is with these intelligent nutrients. Um, you guys kind of, I guess, coined this term. So I want you to explain what that means to you guys and maybe highlight a couple ingredients that we haven't already because I know that antioxidants are included in this, but you guys have some other ones that would be great to highlight. Yeah, so what it's actually a very, very simple term, but what we really mean with intelligent nutrients is that they go the extra mile for your skin. So like, for example, let's take uh, Manuka honey. We use um, medical grade Manuka honey that's sustainably sourced and organic. We use UMF 17 plus from New Zealand. And for example, the NHS, they use or they prescribe Manuka honey at UMF 10 and above for wound dressings. So when we have 17 plus, it's actually really potent and actually really, really expensive. So if you take a look at Manuka honey or honey itself in general, honey has incredible humectant properties. It binds moisture to the skin. It soothes the skin. It's really calming. But but with Manuka honey, it's also really antibacterial, right? And it's one of those ingredients, unless you, you have a honey allergy, or if you're vegan, that will truly work for kind of all skin types. And that's what we mean. We mean, you know, ingredients like that. Like, oh, like take um, ingredients like bakuchiol, for example, right? It's one of those things that is a really great 
all-rounder. It has been shown to improve the appearance of breakouts, improve the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. It actually has been shown to actually boost the efficacy of retinol. And it's really great because you can use it when you're nursing or you're pregnant, which is not something that a lot of people who are pregnant or nursing are comfortable with traditional retinoid. So that's another example. Or even the a really great one that I love is like licorice root. You know, it's an adaptogen. It soothes your skin, it brightens your skin, it really helps with inflammation. It does it all, and it's actually really, really affordable and accessible. And then we also have incredible antioxidants that I don't feel like, for example, superoxide uh, dismutase. We use 2% of it in our multi-hyaluronic antioxidant hydration serum. And it's one of those incredible master antioxidants because superoxide elements are just really found are the most common reactive uh, free radicals. So superoxide dismutase help to reduce that. And they do everything from, you know, reducing inflammation to protecting your skin to even help um, with wound healing. So this is just some examples of what I mean by intelligent nutrients. Like they're not just one, they're just not one trick ponies. They, you know, you can use it on a magnitude of skin types. You can use it in a magnitude of formulas. And that's something that we really champion. Yeah. Would you guys consider peptides in this category or is that kind of a different category of its own? Yeah. So peptides are, are peptides are one of those incredible things. But I think that peptides, there are many peptides, right? You have peptides for brightening. You have peptides that help with wrinkles and uh, fine lines. You have peptides that help with redness. But I, but I do think that peptides, you have to use the right percentage. <laughs> because they're expensive, sometimes you don't find the right percentages. And it really takes time because peptides help to kind of kick your your cells into action, right? And improve the way they communicate with each other. So I would say that peptides are incredible, but I would also say that they are intelligent. However, <laughs> I would also be wary that it's all about the percentages because Normally, if you look at a formula and if a product has 0.1% peptide, then it's not going to do much for you. But you can you can get away with um, 0.1% of um, superoxide dismutase because it's going to be an incredible antioxidant and you actually don't need so much. So if you just, you know if a formulation is cheap, it's cheaper, more affordable, then you're able to you know get away with more. So for sure, peptides are smart and intelligent. I would just look into the percentages. That's the most important thing. Because exactly. I think we all buy into this, oh yeah, peptides are incredible, incredible. And then you use them and you go like, oh, why is it not working for me? But then we'll ask the brand what, you know, what percentage they use. I think that's really important. Yeah, peptides, I think um, they've kind of, they've, they've been around, um, but now they're, they're one, they're an ingredient or a group of ingredients that uh, somebody decided like, we're really going to like highlight these this year. This is trendy. And a lot of ingredients, a lot of brands that don't maybe spend as much on formulation or their ingredients aren't as high quality. Um, they're putting peptides all over everything as a marketing term. And like you said, what's actually the amount of peptides that are in it, the type that are in it aren't going to do as much. So I would definitely be wary of that. And also just be wary of the marketing that comes behind some of these 
kind of allies that we've talked about, some of these intelligent nutrients that we've talked about, you need to be aware of how they are used in formulations. Um, Also, I would just recommend looking at the inky list. You can't always tell as much as we would like to tell from an inky list because, you know, even if it's at the very bottom, maybe they've used a high quality ingredient or maybe the the way that they actually have mixed it um, makes it more effective. But if some, if a brand is advertising, for example, that niacinamide is the kind of core ingredient in a product, and then it's the very last, which I have seen this happen, the very last ingredient on the, the ingredients list, your red flag you know, kind of BS radar should go up. And I just think it's a little bit sneaky. So I think that peptides kind of bridged into that conversation, but just be wary. Yeah. And I, and I, I think you brought up a really great point, Megan. I think as consumers, we forget how much power we have, right? And with social media, especially with Instagram, your brands are there. They're just a DM away. So for example, if you're unsure, if you're shopping for a new product, with a new brand and you're trying to buy their niacinamide serum or you're trying to buy their vitamin C serum and you don't know the percentage, write them a DM, drop them a DM, ask them for it. If it's a vitamin C serum, they will and should be able to tell you what is the percentage of vitamin C. They shouldn't tell you it's a proprietary formula. Of course, we all have proprietary formulas, but if you're going to buy a niacinamide serum, then it has to be something that they're willing to disclose because otherwise, what is the point? What's the point? And I think that also um, the reason sometimes that brands don't want to disclose it is because potentially they're not using a very high percentage. Yeah, They don't want you to know. And if they don't want you to know, don't buy it. Don't give it another name. Don't even mention the ingredient. Just say brightening serum or pore refiner or something like that. Just, just don't bring it up because I that, that's the biggest Pet, that's one of the biggest pet peeves I have, um, especially when when we started with, um, well, when I started on my journey, it was just, I didn't know what was in it. And I was like, okay, how much am I, what, what am I actually paying for? That was the biggest thing. Exactly. And I, and I also just want to, I want to clarify that, that from an ingredients list, there is a lot that goes into ingredients in the way that the product actually is put together. And um, you can have two very, very similar, it's like baking a cake. This is not my analogy. I'm stealing this from Andy Millward, but um, he talks about like baking a cake and that I can be given the same ingredients as you, Nicholas. And, you know, you might just be a better baker because of the way that you mix it. You mix the wet ingredients first and then add, you know, and so I think that that needs to be taken into consideration that some of these brands are um, taking into account smarter ways to actually put those ingredients together. So don't be so, I think we are pretty harsh on brands um, on the ingredients list. So don't immediately jump to a conclusion, but, you know, just be mindful of it and be more conscious, I think, when looking at those. Absolutely. And I just also think that's a really great analogy because I actually use it as well because it's the same thing, right? Like when just because you have the recipe doesn't mean you can bake the cake. Truly. People should not be formulating products at home. Yeah, we we will all be master chefs then, right? So it's very easy to go, oh yeah, there's 10% vitamin C here, there's 10% vitamin E, then you know, let me put together something, or you could, you know, shop a formula around, but it's there's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of skill and technical know-how that goes behind creating a very luxurious, pleasant-to-use um, product. So there's a lot that goes behind it. Exactly. So speaking of what goes behind it, I want to talk about your products too. There's three that we want to highlight that really kind of go within, I think, the theme of this um, podcast episode. So let's start with the retinol plus peptides overnight mask. 
tell me more about this product and, and what the benefits are and who should use it, who benefits from this. Yes. So this is a do-it-all nightly multitasker. We combine 0.05% retinol dehyde, and there's a lot of clinical study based upon that percentage that's been clinically proven to be efficacious. And then we added a whole bunch of peptides that help to kind of boost and kickstart collagen and elastin production. And we mixed it in a really nourishing organic argan oil base, which, you know, argan oil is not comedogenic. It's really great on all skin types. And it's one of those products that when you start using it because it's so nourishing, people, it, we, we looked at our sales figures last year and it was actually like the number two best performing product for the whole brand. Yeah, because simply because people haven't experienced this kind of retinol product before. And a lot of times you have retinol products and uh, when you use a prescription retinol, then you have to kind of like sandwich it. You have to use a hydrating serum and you have to use a moisturizer on top. You have to be really careful what it is. We wanted to create, and again, it comes back to our ethos, right? We aspire to help you accomplish more with less. So we're not a fan of that 15-step regimen and we, we don't kind of believe in that. So what we really want to do is create a treatment. You have an oil base, nourishing oil base with peptides and retinol dehyde and antioxidants and anti-glycation agents so that you could just wear it and go to bed. And it'll be, even if, if that's the one thing that you use at night, I mean, of course, if you have serums, by all means, definitely if a facial oil, by all means do that. And because we encapsulate our retinal dehyde, it gives you all of the benefits without any of the traditional need to acclimate to it. So there's no redness, there's no dehydration because it's encapsulated It's slowly time release, which is why we call it a overnight mask. So it's supposed to deliver the retinal dehyde over a few hours as you sleep. So you're not getting it all at once, which is something that, you know, which is why it's worked for most, so many people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And this is a great product that you could start using in your early 20s. Um, and, you know, as we as we hit 20, that's when kind of like the collagen depletion, I think it's about a percent. We lose a percent of collagen after 20. So yeah, it's like at 20, basically at 25, this is so depressing. Like at 25, you start to lose that like collagen elastin. It varies depending on the, depending on the person really, but like around that age collagen elastin and then hyaluronic acid. And it's just when I turned 27, all of a sudden, like I had all this movement in my face that I like didn't have before. And I was going, what actually is happening? And it's like 27 for me must've been, I must've been two years delayed or something, but it must've been when that really started to kind of decline. So this is one of those products that works for anyone that's looking to just kickstart their nighttime routine. And it's a do-it-all multitasking formula that, yeah, will deliver brightening, premature aging, as well as help with glycation, which is something that um, it's not really, it's really important because we eat a lot of sugar and there's a lot yeah, of stress yeah. and it, it um, degrades collagen fibers. So we want to just help support that. 
Exactly. And so, yeah, glycation is a process that basically crystallizes um, and it causes this like crisscrossing, especially we can see it around the eye area. Um, and so that that is one of the kind of it's a big concern that we get with clients who are in their kind of 40s and 50s. And once it happens, like once it's there, it's really hard unless you're going to use do like a treatment, to be honest, like filler or Botox really hard to reverse that. So being on top of it and almost like ahead of that is really critical. So I think this would be a great product to get ahead of that glycation. Absolutely. And you can you even use it around the eye area as well. So if you don't want to spend money on an eye cream, you can totally use that on your eyes or any eyes. Yeah. We're not big on eye creams, I will say. And so if you can use a product around the eyes, we're here for it because I just, I don't love, I don't love the, the idea of an eye cream and having to, to pay a lot for something that can only go on, go on one area when you could be using products like this around. Well, I think, it's a, I think it's a personal choice. Um, but I have to say that an eye cream <laughs> is one of the most widely requested for products from all allies besides uh, SPF. Like SPF is number one. And then an eye cream is like number two. Yeah. I think that like, Probably the reason that people are so are wanting an eye cream too, though, is because we've been almost like conditioned to think that that we have to have that as an extra step. And like everyone's like, you have to use an eye cream, you have to use an eye cream. And the thing about the eye area is it is hard for products to be absorbed in that area. And so I think that um, the eyes reflect a lot about what's happening on the skin overall. And so, for example, dehydration, like we kind of talked about earlier, you can really see dehydration under the eyes. And that's because your entire, you are dehydrated completely, not just around, you're not just dehydrated around the eyes, your whole skin is dehydrated. So I think that like, making sure that you're feeding your, your entire face and neck and everywhere, these good ingredients will help the eye area too. Yeah. And there are certain ingredients that are very specific around the eye area, which you may not find um, in products just created for the face. So there's also that consideration. Well, we have an eye, we have an eye cream coming out in a few months and it's taken us like two and a half years. Um, so it's yeah, really, I'm really excited. great. No, I'm excited we're about it. Yeah, we're very, very thoughtful in it. And it literally took us like 30 revisions because we had two revisions that really failed. We bought packaging. We had to throw away like $40,000 worth of packaging because, well, we're all about concentration and we're all about making it supercharged and the eye area is really delicate. So we've learned a lot from it, but um, it's really worth the wait. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I'm, I'm harsh. You know, I am a harsh critic on eye, on eye creams, but I will, I will keep an open mind. I promise. Um, <laughs> but yeah. You know, I'm going by the kind of broad eye cream that I see. So yeah, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, for us, we're about serving our customers and giving them what they want. And I think value and adding value to it. Again, um, if you already have a great moisturizer that doesn't contain like acids that are exfoliating acids, you can definitely use it on your, there's nothing wrong. Or you can use your hydrating serums or your vitamin C or C serums, you know, that you already use. You don't have to spend money on an extra product unless you, of course, want to. Yeah. Exactly. And for a lot of people too, this is a ritual, you know, the, the beauty routine is a ritual and they want that, you know, we still, when, when clients request, um, you know, can you please recommend eye cream? We, we do, we're not going to say we ban you, um, from using them. I think, yeah, I think that just taking into consideration your budget and how many steps you want to is, is really important. So we've talked a lot about vitamin C and I want you to go into more depth about the next product that we're going to talk about because vitamin C brighten and firm serum. 
Tell me more about it. Who is it for? And obviously it's, we know, like we've kind of talked about, it's really special and it took you guys a long time and it is different. So I want to hear more. Yes. So it's, this is a formula that is incredibly special. Um, it's, it took us about two and a half years and 38 revisions <laughs> so to perfect. And because of its unique waterless base, there are a lot of times when you know, if you look at the market, we're so used or we're so accustomed to the kind of watery feeling that we get from a vitamin C serum. But we don't want, we don't, oh, I don't want to be a brand that will formulate my vitamin C serums with water. So I, that's my, that's, that's the way I stand out. But I also truly don't want to use a brown vitamin C serum personally. So I would never formulate with water. So for us, we had to think about, okay, 20%. 20% is a great percentage that, you know, a lot of people, most people can tolerate. And we use ethylated L-ascorbic acid, which is about 100 times more expensive than um, L-ascorbic acid. And because it's so, it's very stable, it's ethylated, so it penetrates into the skin uh, deeper than L-ascorbic acid, because L-ascorbic acid works on the surface of the skin. And then we also combine it with, and part of the base, which is why when you start using it, it appears really thick. Uh, a little balmy. Um, that's because of its unique waterless base. We added um, a lot of really great ingredients, and part of part of that base is pure diamond powder. So it's designed to give you instant radiance. Um, that's something we are really proud of. And as well as if you find it really thick, you apply it on damp skin, and it just melts. It just melts upon contact with damp skin. And you should always apply skincare on damp skin because it really facilitates absorption. Very, very important, especially when you're using products that have hyaluronic acid, because the thing that a lot of people get wrong or they misunderstand is that they think hyaluronic acid is a hydrator, but hyaluronic acid is a moisture magnet. So it pulls moisture from your skin and the environment. So if you think about if you're living in Europe or the US or wherever that's cold, you your skin is already bone dry after the shower, right? And if you apply hyaluronic acid on, you know, really dry skin, you're not giving it a base to work off of. And if your environment is low humidity, it's not going to get a lot of moisture from the environment as well. So it's just going to pull whatever it can from the skin. And which is why we always definitely recommend using hyaluronic acid on damp skin. But in general, use skincare on very damp skin. And so with the 20% ethylated L-ascorbic acid, we also included uh, citrus cells, which has been shown to be really great for antioxidants as well as promoting elasticity. And then we also have incredible antioxidants like glutathione, ergothione, as well as one that I really, really like called dimethylcromonol, which is a next generation, which works the same way as vitamin E, but it's more supercharged form. And the wonderful thing about this ingredient is that you only need 0.05% in it. That's like the max. The And we have 0.05% in it, and it makes it a super potent formula that you can use both day and night. And I actually, because we have two formulations, we have the 35% and the um, the 20%. I actually like to use the 20% in, in winter because sometimes, you know, in winter you're a little bit dull. <laughs> you need more radiance and yeah. it's a little bit thicker. Um, so it's a great cushion for everything else you put on top of it. But vitamin C is great for all skin types. You can start vitamin C at any age. 
And so I would definitely recommend it. If using vitamin C, you should use it. Um, you can use it twice a day, but if you only want to use it once a day, I would recommend you use it in the morning because it really helps to protect your skin and boost the effects of your SPF. Yes. And so I would say back to the, sorry, the, the damp skin thing, because people ask us about this a lot. Um, if you, for example, if you get out of the shower uh, and your skin like basically is already dry by the time you like have your body temperature's cooled down a tiny bit and then you've gotten to your sink and you're like, well, great, my skin's already dry. You can do a little mist to kind of get the skin just that little damp. And I use I use different mists. Uh, mists can sometimes be a little bit fragrant, so just be careful if you have like rosacea prone skin, for example. But um, yeah, if you if you kind of mist and then go in with your with your serum, that's fine. We do say that because like active ingredients, um, well, because they're active and they kind of stimulate the skin. Sometimes when you get out of a hot shower, and generally speaking, we wouldn't say like make your shower so so hot that you're like red when you get out. But if you need to let you, yourself cool down a little bit so that your skin's not more reactive, um, you can cool down. And then that mist is a great step to kind of re-wet re your skin and then do your routine. Yes, for sure. And here's the thing about a mist. I mean, you can, there are a lot on the marketplace, but if you, you don't have to feel pressure to have a mist, you can just use water or just mineral water, whatever it is, white water, whatever it is, just, just apply things on damp skin. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely, you can put, I have a little spray bottle of water that I actually, I use it for my face and then I use it for my hair too, because I have curly hair that like doesn't look very cute the next morning to refresh that. I also do it to my hair. So yeah, you can have water. Exactly. I think that's such a good tip. And I think with vitamin C, like we were saying it, it can be, it's an active ingredient. And so ease into this and don't, you know, don't again, kind of go in hard, use it twice a day, all of a sudden, like see what works for your skin and then, you know, how the best use is for you. So like you said, in the winter, you kind of use the, the 20% and in the summer, you might use the kind of higher percentage. Some people like to use it two times a day. Sometimes people just want to use it once, use it in the morning. So I think that those, those kind of little tips are great. And they can also be helpful because you may want to use something else. Um, if you only use it a couple of days a week, for example, you might want to use something else another day. You might want to like up hydration another day. So um, because I know you guys have like a hyaluronic antioxidant as well. So yeah, you can figure out different ways to play with it that works for your skin. Um, but listen to your skin. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the number one rule. Yeah. And so the third product that I want to talk about, I mean, I could literally talk about every, and I, I just want to mention two other products that I'm using right now after, but can we talk about the Promise Keeper Blemish Sleeping Facial? Because for Xenia, my co-founder, this product, she's obsessed. She's completely obsessed with it. We recommend it to loads of clients and it is worth the price tag. I cannot tell Like, I can't say it enough. It really is worth it. So please tell me like more about this and why it is really effective at what it does i this product is actually very near and dear to my heart because i kind of wish a product like this existed when i had really severe acne and so when it came time for me to figure out what to, what to release it was always a dream to be able to create an effortless kind of one-step solution for anyone who's dealing with stress or hormonal breakouts because that's something that we don't see a lot in the market. And especially, you know, you may know this, um, 
a lot of adults have adult acne because we just live in very stressful times. We are all starting to develop, you know, intolerance to, you know, dairy gluten that we, we may not even know, right? And it just manifests itself. Or we may have a lot of hormonal imbalance, regardless of whatever the reason or whatever the cause, and we start breaking out, right? Or women who are going off the pill or have been taking, you know, on the pill for many years, suddenly going off and then her skin just goes, you know, Freaks out, yeah. So, so all of this that I kind of felt like, you know, nobody was really treating. So, with the Promise Keeper, we took a look. I took a look at what was the main issue with traditional acne products. And the thing with acne products is they normally tend to dehydrate and strip. Right? It's like kill acne causing bacteria, stop semen production, exfoliate, and it, you're just like depleting their skin. It's so, it really has opposite effects. Yeah. It really does. Like people, and then they use these products forever thinking that, thinking that, you know, it, it maybe is helping the, pro- like it really is this vicious cycle with these acne products that I don't know how they still exist. I really don't know. Exactly. So sometimes it can give you, you know, visible results when you first start because, you know, that's when the actives start kicking in. But then after that, your your barrier is like done with being depleted, right? <laughs> and being smacked in the face every single day. And so when it came time to create this formula, I, I took a step back and I look at just what are, what are the common issues we have. And I realized that the best thing or my, from my personal experience, the best thing to treat kind of like stubborn hormonal breakouts is to just really give your skin a hug, which is why we wanted to, you know, not just include 2% diuretic acid, which is clinically proven to treat, to be antibacterial as well as kill any causing bacteria without actually causing any sensitivity or irritation. Then we put it in the Manuka honey base, UMF 17 plus. So it's super nourishing, which is why it's a little bit thicker, which is why, which is also why we recommend just to be used at night. We have colloidal silver, which is, you know, has been used for centuries to, to treat breakouts as well as promote skin wellness then we also have lilac stem cells which is one of those underrated ingredients that really perform um have antioxidant bacteria uh, sorry have antioxidant properties antibacterial properties as well as brightening the skin and reducing inflammation and then we also added multiple antioxidants and an organic rosehip oil base. So everything is just designed to really nourish your skin while effectively just clearing out of your pores. So we're giving your you know problematic skin a hug. And here's the thing, when you feed and nourish the skin, it becomes so healthy because guess what? Healthy skin is skin that doesn't break out right? It reflects light. It just is. And that's what the Promise Keeper is intended to do. It's intended to return your skin to its healthiest state so it doesn't break out as often. Because the your skin is one of it's to me it's the it's the one of the most brilliant organs we have because it's the only one of the few organs we have that is capable of regenerating itself so i like to think the skin is really smart it knows what to do right all you have to do is just feed it with the right nutrients and get out of its way get out of its way that's so true <laughs> that's, that's what the promise true. keeper is designed to do it knows what what to do like stop stop poking it yeah, it really is. And especially I think with a product like this, we've we we need to talk about this issue more. Skin picking is a is a disorder. And I think that for people who have um stress and maybe OCD anxiety, sp- skin picking can 
I think it's um, a really vicious cycle basically. And so if you can have a product that you put on rather than picking your skin and feel like it's doing something, I think that that mentally, um, it changes the behavior of skin picking. And so for me, even using this promise keeper in specific areas where I get I have a, like a spot on my cheek. So just using it in specific areas where you're getting those breakouts and treating those specific areas can be really great to help you feel like you're doing something. And I think also what it does as well is it helps with the wound healing process. So not only is it going to help with the breakout, but then it's going to help with the actual healing of that um, wound, which is another sign of healthier skin is when it, the skin cell turnover is working better. Yeah, because your skin is capable of regenerating itself. And even if you, when you break out, even if you don't do anything with it, you know, after a while, your breakouts go away, right? I mean, we're just not accustomed to having breakouts all the time. So we, we really want to, you know, try to treat it and, you know, try to try to have it go away in an overnight or in two days. So that's why we use products, but your skin is capable um, enough to heal itself. Yeah. And unusual breakouts are something we kind of differentiate unusual breakouts from acne breakouts. So acne grades, you know, three, four, and five, they are a skin condition and it can be really serious and it can affect your self-esteem. It can affect your day-to-day. And in some cases, there do need to be deeper things that are done with those conditions. But unusual breakouts is now something that so many of us are suffering from because like you said, stress, lifestyle, diet intolerances, all of our, everything's connected, our mind, our body, our skin, in our opinion, it's all connected. And so these unusual breakouts, I think that this is the type of product that's amazing for treating those that just, they, they kind of come and go, you, they're unusual, right? You're like, okay, what have I done today? You know, I've just been living and now that's a trigger for my skin. So I think that this is an incredible, um, serum for for people who are experiencing that. And um, like you said, girls who are coming off of the pill, this is a a problem we see a lot. These hormonal kind of unusual breakouts that aren't necessarily like an acne grade, you know, a a more severe acne grade, but they're this kind of like very annoying. It can still really affect your self-esteem and um, it's really hard to rebalance your hormones, you know, on our own. So this is a, is, is a great product for that specifically. Yeah. We've had a lot of customers who've had incredible success who normally, normally break out during their period. But then once they start using the promise keeper two weeks before the time of the month, they actually break out less or they stop breaking out altogether, which is a, you know, a really, really great sign. Um, so that's, so we've had incredible success with it. Um, it's been out of stock for many months because we've had some production or ingredients issues due to COVID, but we're very much looking forward to having it back in stock. Yeah. It's, we are too, because people are asking, like, I can't get it. Um, but it's, it's good and it's worth the wait. And I think that we've seen, actually, we have clients who we can, say have had really, really good results with this. It's a product that we get great feedback on. So that's awesome. I just want to kind of, you know, we've, we've thrown a ton of information at people. This has been, I think the most educational um, podcast that we've done in terms of ingredients. And so there are a lot of kind of big words, but if you guys are confused about different ingredients, there's lots of information also on allies of skin website, they do a great job of defining their ingredients list. So if you actually click on an ingredient, it kind of says below um, a little definition of it. So I love that educational piece um, that you guys do. So you can go into these products and look at those specific formulations and kind of learn more there. If or you didn't DM us. Or just drop us a DM. Yeah, or drop them a DM, exactly. 
they're one message away, which I absolutely love. Um, can you just tell us quickly, like the plans for the future for you guys? I know that you talked about your other brand as well. So can you just highlight what what that brand is for people too, who might not know about it? Absolutely. So we've got a lot of incredible innovations coming right up. And the first is that we're going to be starting to really hone in on growing our second brand, PSA. And PSA was something that I developed about two years ago because Two years ago, Sephora Asia launched Allies of Skin in every single store and in Asia. And I was in countries like Malaysia and Thailand doing training. And I quickly realized that the cost of one Allies of Skin product, which is about 110 pounds or 120 US dollars, was equivalent to a quarter or a third of the monthly take-home salary of a Sephora salesperson in those countries. And as much as they had access to free products during the training, they told me that they could never afford to purchase the products. And that really broke my heart because, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have figured out what I wanted to do with my life. And that's to help people feel good about themselves and their own skin. And so that drives everything that I do. And so with PSA, I just saw the gap in the market for a range of products that was just not only transparent, but also efficacious, but also affordable. So everything with PSA will come below $38. And we use clinically proven actives such as acids and vitamin C and antioxidants and, and retinoid. And we put them in, you know, really fun easy to use basis as well as products. So if you take a look at the PSA packaging, everything is listed, the steps are listed. Because the one thing that I had with growing up with acne was the fact that, you know, that I struggled with acne in, my, in the early 2000s and I had such a hard time finding right products. I had such a hard time figuring out what to use for my skin and when to use for my skin. And fast forward to 2021, when we have Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, but if you are a 15-year-old, 16-year-old and you have your first breakout and you go to a place like Boots or Sephora and you're hit with so many options. How are you supposed to know if you're just starting on your skincare journey that a toner is supposed to be before a serum or a serum is supposed to be before a moisturizer? Like, how would you know? Or a last, or an oil is supposed to be last. So what we really try to do with um, PSA is really break down all the barriers um, and we really help you figure out. So if you take a look at PSA products on the shelf, you'll know exactly a cleanser is step one, you know, a toner is step two, a serum is step three and when to use it and, you know, how to use it as well because we have everything illustrated so PSA it's kind of our creative outlet and we're very very excited for that uh, we have incredible very very big retailers that we have lined up uh, for PSA so it's it's something that we're going to grow um, and I'm very actually very very excited for all the formulations that we have lined up because to be able to sort of democratize skincare and make it more accessible has always been a, a pipe dream for me. And so now I'm able to to do it. And, you know, what we're able to show also with these steps is just show that, hey, just buy what you need. You know, if all you're looking for is a serum, just buy that serum, okay? You don't have to buy everything from us. Just buy what you need. Just buy the step you need. That's it. And so we have that. And another thing that's really exciting is the fact that we are have a global partnership, both with distributorship as well as a, you know, in-clinic treatment for the only FDA-approved medical device clinically proven to treat melasma and pigmentation in just one session. So it's created by the founders, the brilliant physicians who created lasers such as Frexel, Clear Brilliant, Cool Sculpting, and they have a brand new medical device that treats 
melasma pigmentation using cold. So it's absolutely revolutionary. And we're doing all of the topicals. So they have two grades of machine. One is going to be sold in every derm clinic. You can get it, you can get treatment at every derm clinic or plastic surgeon's office. Another one's going to be in the many spas. So the many spa great machine will be powered by PSA. And the um, plastic surgeon great machine will be powered by Allies of Skin. So we're going into oh my the gosh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're very, very proud of the efficacy of our formulations because we had to go through a lot of, you know, FDA audits and all that kind of stuff. So it's a huge process. <laughs> it's a huge process, yeah. So we've got the clinical, we've got incredible before and afters, and we are hoping to launch it. Um, without delays, maybe in March. So that's happening for wow. us. But we also have new categories that we're expanding. And we really aspire to help you take care of your skin um, head to toe. So that's really exciting for us as well. There's a lot. I do not know how you're juggling it all. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I have an incredible, I have an incredible team. So that's something I am super grateful for. Yeah, it's all about the, I mean, honestly, the team is critical. And so it sounds like you've got some amazing, amazing people around you. But the the vision is just incredible and how you, how it started with a kind of paper in college um, at university and now has turned into a global, like I said, kind of household name is beyond. And I think that really democratizing skincare too with your new brand and, you know, it, it's it's really amazing. And we really appreciate everything that goes into these formulations. We, like I said, recommend them to our clients. And I think we're excited as well for, you know, to be able to recommend to more, to more clients at at all different budgets too. Exactly. And that's, that's what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, just buy what you need, buy what you can afford. Right. And that just because something is a hundred dollars doesn't mean it's, it's better. It's what's in it. Right. And, and also if you're seven, if you're 18, you don't need to be using the same level of actives as a 42 year old so why should you be paying the same amount so it really so it's so personal so ask a lot of questions that's my thing ask a lot of questions it is and you know you can come to us too that's that's what we do you know we're here to answer your questions we're here to help you navigate and you know choose the right products for your skin and be able to give you that that information so definitely i think asking questions and finding people who can, you know, be kind of in your corner with you is, is really important because there's a lot to navigate. This is a, there's so many products out there and there's so many different ingredients and there's just more and more and more to learn, you know, every day we're learning every day too. And so I think that that's a very good starting point. Yes, for sure. So just, yeah, just go in your gut, listen to your skin, ask a lot of questions. Perfect. Well, Nicholas, this has been like the absolute best. Um, You're so knowledgeable. It's so incredible what you're doing. Thank you for being here. I know that you obviously have such a busy schedule. So we really appreciate your time. And you guys know where you can find Allies of Skin on Instagram, you know, ask us all questions and, and everything. So thank you. Thank you for having me, Megan. I had a blast. Thank you so much for listening and don't hesitate to contact us if you have any question. You can reach us on DM on leon.ldn or email us at hello at leonldn.co.uk. Don't forget to check out our website for more info on our virtual consultations and for bookings. It's time your skincare earned its place on your bathroom shelf.